2: My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us, but before we jump into the word, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you that your life is in us, Lord, and that we are able to walk in your light, Lord, that you supply us with everything that we need to be successful and victorious in life, Lord. And we thank you for the peace that's in our homes. We thank you for the grace and the mercy and the love and the compassion that carries us and covers us, Lord. We ask that you will instill in us a patient spirit so that we're able to minister to each and every person we come into contact with, Lord, their needs, Lord, as you will. And we thank you for your patience with us, Lord, as we're learning more about you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: In Jesus' Almighty amen. name, amen.
0: And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we dive into the Word together and continue our study in First Thessalonians. So this morning we're in chapter 5 and moving forward to cover verses 9 through 11. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of Scripture, please? I will. All right, promise?
3: For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore comfort each other and edify one another, just also as you also are wait, just as you also are doing.
0: Amen. So the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. Alright, Layla.
2: So I just I Verse 11 kind of stood out to me about comforting each other and edifying them (laughs) um, just as they were already doing, which is Paul encouraging them to continue, the Thessalonians, that is, and even us today, to continue in walking in in that brotherly and orderly life that we read about um, in chapter 4, how we are to be in our personal and public lives. that There's no difference between who we are when we're by ourselves and who we are when we're with believers and who we are when we're with unbelievers it's the same standard and we're the same person through and through and that's very important because I know for out of my own experience even with something as little as math if I practice one day but spend a week not practicing and then practice another day and then spend another week of not practicing when it really came down to crunch time when it came down to test time um let's just say I didn't get a really good score not the score that I was hoping for or needed or wanted. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's hard to stand when you practice coming in and going out, coming in and going out. It's hard to build endurance and any kind of fortification or strength to continue to persevere even when things are difficult when you or I'll say back to the personal example when I decided I was going to come in one day and then I was going to spend a whole week out and so the holy spirit through paul is saying don't give up don't quit sure it's hard it's difficult nobody likes to be stoned nobody likes to be called names or you know be a um the butt of someone's joke if you will but if you give up if you don't continue then the prize that you're working towards will be lost and that's not saying that if you sin you're you're just totally done for but the the practicing is is the key determination there if you decide as you said mommy it's not worth it god's taking too long that's something different than lord I, I missed you on this but you're you have the heart to continue to do what he's asking you to do and to love him and to keep his commandments so it's refreshing to hear that encouragement and that exhortation to, to continue because it can be easy they're like I said earlier in Thessalonians, Paul could have found any reason to quit. I mean, he'd been stoned. He'd been chained up and imprisoned for no wrongdoing of his own. He hadn't done anything to deserve it. There was on the surface reasonable justification for him to throw in the towel, but he didn't. Instead, he pressed into the Lord and he kept continuing and he kept growing and he kept going, which is the same thing we're supposed to be doing. In the previous episode that he talked about the lawless one, the only ones who were swayed or persuaded or captivated by the Antichrist were the ones who threw in the towel.
0: But let their guard down. Exactly. And, and in so doing, they would compromise themselves. All right, and I, I absolutely uh, agree with what you were, just what the Lord was sharing through you. I'll say it in this way. I also love the manifold wisdom of the Lord. Something we talk about in this ministry often. And so after, a, a, you could argue a, a harsh or hard uh, many things said, right? And instructions given through, uh, or in verses one through eight. Mm-hmm. There's this, and this is where we're at now, this like kind of three verse segue. Saying he, more or less what he's getting at is, even though I have written these hard things to you, Right? Yes. About what is, what potentially is happening in the world or what you need to be prepared for and how you, the instructions on how you should carry and conduct yourself. There's also this bit of encouragement that's happening here, right? Especially in verses nine and 10. There's a an encouragement and a hold, like we've seen in other parts of this letter, hold this in the right perspective, right? Um, yes. You know, we read about this, I, think, I believe it was back in chapter three. Yeah, uh, chapter 3, verse 3. He's telling him, even though these things happen to me, no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this, right? Like this is all in the perfect plan and will of the Lord, the destiny track he had for Paul's life. And he has a destiny track for each and every one of us. So he's, again, there's some encouragement, there's some admonishment, and also a, a, in the admonishment, a a warning of, hey, hold this, hold these things rightly in the right perspective, right? And not your own perspective, not what your eyes see or what your ears hear, but hold this as the Lord sees it and views it, right? Saying, we're not appointed to wrath. Don't worry about all this stuff, these situations, these circumstances, whether it's the Antichrist or an Antichrist Mm because we're told many Antichrists will arise and are already in the earth, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Don't be, dismayed or swayed by those things. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's saying our, what we're appointed to is to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And then he says what Christ did for us. It doesn't matter whether we are awake or asleep. Right. We're going to be together with the Lord, those that are his, those that are pleasing to him, that are walking in his perfect will. Right. Yes. yes. It's his, his will, his plan, his covenant, his destiny track for your life, right?
2: Yes, Dad. Yes.
0: And, and then there's he begins another set of exhortations and instructions in verse 11. Therefore, so as a result of what we are called to, what we are destined to, right? Also, again, here's the beginning of the additional exhortations and instructions. I remember a few couple episodes back, or maybe it was the last episode. I think I've said it the last couple anyway. Um, for the remainder of this chapter, there are as much instructions given to the church, to the body of Christ, to the bride of Christ, concerning what they are to do, how they are to carry and conduct themselves in warfare and especially in warfare during the end times, whether it's the end, end of days or your end of days, right? This is how we should be carrying, conducting ourselves at all times, right? Yes. And the very first thing, again, because of love, encourage one another, edify one another, build each other up just as you're doing right in, in any military unit for any military person. You, you, talk to or ask, ask concerning their unit, the people, if you will, for lack of a better way to phrase it, police themselves. They looked out for the good of the group. Hey, so-and-so seems off today. And then, and then they would go and, Hey man, everything. All right. What's going on to get them back in uh, their mind focused, right? Their heart, their mind focused on this is the task at hand we're here in a combat zone. You can't be however many thousands of miles away, you know, back at home in your mind because we're looking out for each other. The guy on the left and the right of you. Right? And th- this is about warfare and it's no different. I mean, it's different because it's a spiritual versus a natural component that there's still a similar characteristic of how we carry and conduct our, or we, as I'll say God's warriors, but his end-time army, need to be carrying and conducting ourselves in him.
1: Yes, still? Oh, amen. Amen. Um, Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes 4. Um, I'll just read verse 9 through 12. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Mm. So as um, the Apostle Paul is rounding out this section of Scripture about comforting, comforting each other and edifying one another, he's saying, help each other stay faithful, help each other, as you were talking about, um, like how the, the unit acts, the military units act. And they often have a, a buddy system. That's your battle buddy. That's the, you know.
0: <laughs> Swim buddy, uh, battle buddy, right? Yeah,
1: That's right. At least the one person that you also look out for in addition to yourself to make sure that they're still doing okay.
0: Now, it's not that they always do it right. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: That's a natural. Um, exactly. Example of something that we're talking about that also happens in the spiritual realm. It's it's supposed to be done on a much higher level that's also sourced by the love of Jesus Christ to to do this and help each other stay faithful to the Lord. That requires that we come from the love of Jesus Christ to be truly effective in that kind of a task um, and role and um, just realizing how perfect the Lord is. Is something that we should take to heart, especially, you know, as you mentioned, my love, where it says in uh, verse nine, telling the motivation in the heart of God, for God did not appoint us to wrath. God is not fighting against you. He's not coming here to destroy you. That's not what his motive or objective or mission is at all. And first John tells us that he is here to destroy the works of the devil. That Jesus came to do to to destroy the works of the devil. So just you know, keeping that in mind, so that as we take advantage of the opportunity, and even um, the rest of verse nine says, but to attain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. So He's saying, God loves you, and mm-hmm. He has gone out of His way to make sure that you're not separated from Him for any moment. He's not willing that you spend one second away from him. He wants you all the way, all the time, every day. And he wants you to be eternally reconnected to him. That's why he's gone out of his way to do these things. And, um, you know, just us keeping that mindset and that focus, but also looking at our brothers and sisters in Christ to have that same objective. The scripture tells us not just to look out for our own good, but also the good of others
0: especially those in the faith
1: who are of the household of faith that's right um matthew 25 verse 41 i want to read this as well just to kind of go along with um verse 9 and 10 that we're not appointed to wrath um this is the lord talking uh okay i'll I'll start at verse 40 and the king will answer and say to them assuredly I say to you, in as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So that last verse tells us the Lord has got a target on the adversary. right? Mm-hmm. We, we've, If you've been with us in any of our other podcasts, you've heard about kind of the history of why humans are on the earth in the way that we are. So, it's, And basically so that we can choose whether or not we're going to be for God's kingdom or the adversary's kingdom. And the Lord has gone to great lengths to make sure that we have every opportunity to choose him. He's laid the pathway. He sent the Savior. He said, choose me so that you can live. I mean, he spelled it out. He put signs and roadmaps. I mean, he's done everything imaginable, even put us on the track to go that way. And then on the other side, the adversary is doing everything he can to cause us to be swept away with him. But this tells us that the Lord is, hell is for the devil and his angels. The lake of fire is for the devil and his angels, not for us, not for people. Because if, He wanted us to go there. I mean, he could have done that a long time ago. I mean, he could have saved this whole shindig, but he did not. He chose to give us a chance. So as we walk with him, keeping that mindset and that understanding of his heart towards us, is fuel for us to continue the rest of the way in the journey it's fuel for us to hold fast and it also brings clarity to our vision so that when we see things and people promise peace they promise um liberty they promise pleasure they promise satisfaction we can go wait a minute you're the counterfeit so
0: of course and and all those things are already found in christ
1: exactly and you're a counterfeit but i already have that and more And it doesn't come with any negative consequences or separation from the Lord. We have this in Christ Jesus. You know, the devil rolls out, look, I can do this for you, this for the this or this. And then he starts super fast talking and it might lead to hell and death and eternal separation from God. You know, like the the end (laughs) of the... All the super (laughs)
0: fine print at the end. Exactly.
1: All the stuff that is to your detriment, he keeps that hidden and he promises you the great things. that. And actually, they're not even great if you actually look closely like, wait a second. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that there's that's not life. That's not joy and peace like you said it was. You just keep telling me that it's peace, but what I'm looking at it, it's not. So that we understand that we already have everything. We already have what's good. We already have what's righteous. We already have what's pleasant and sweet and holy. What was Adam and woman, what were they missing in the garden?
0: Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: They had everything. The presence of God, first and foremost. They walked with him with no distraction to their fellowship. Day and night, they had access to the Lord, right? They were made perfect in his image and his likeness. They had the entire garden to just be blessed by it. They had the fruit of the the tree of life in the center of the garden. They had everything, not to mention the natural wealth stuff, the, the, all the trees around, there's water sources, there's gold and there's different jewels and all that other kind of thing. So if you want to make a barrette for your hair, woman, you could have jazzed it up a little bit if you thought about it. I mean, like everything that they could have asked for was already there. What did the adversary ask? add to them death
0: (laughs) oh that's right (laughs) that's all he added was was death
1: they didn't have that before they had life so likewise we have everything everything that belongs to christ jesus he has made us a joint heir with him go ahead promise
3: mommy well mommy you talked we've talked about in the past episodes talking about how the end times and Layla you brought up talking about how we should be comforting one another and also the Lord was reminding me of the purpose of that well Paul says anyway so that we can be edified and grow further inside of God
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and I would like to ask a that kind of question which is why would the Lord want us to grow and not to be afraid of what's going to happen
2: now it's time for you to give dad's answer <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> go ahead
3: tell us why honey well the answer is mommy as you eloquently stated was that right on the earth is a choosing ground force it's also a preparation of what's going to going to occur inside the heavenly community as in what's going to be allowed And we can see here that the Lord wants us to be ready and equipped to actually be able to inherit what he has for us completely. Um, I believe that you talked about a couple episodes ago, Dad, talking about how that once we allow God to minister to us, we'll be able to be God's warriors. And as as a result, we'll be able to fight God's battles. Uh And how we... The Lord wouldn't be able to trust anybody that's going to sink a dagger into someone else's back proverbially because they're too too—they're not disciplined enough. Dad, you mentioned inside the military. The military, the two buddies, is more than just going, how are you doing once, a, 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 once in a while? It's a fellowship.
0: They walk together. They literally all but are not allowed to leave each other's sight. Mm-hmm. Please yes. continue, sir.
3: It also goes to say that the other cannot betray. It also goes to say that the other should not betray oh. his comrade. And God is cultivating the kind of behavior that we want, to, we want to be exhibiting inside of heaven. Um, Dad, you talked about, well, you've talked about in our spare time talking about how that the temple was a type and shadow of the heavenly community. And because there are some who are only allowed to stay inside the doorway. They weren't allowed to come in. And that's because they weren't able to be trusted to do what the Lord had asked them completely. And we must be asking ourselves
0: whether or not we're that kind of person. So so just so the listeners have, because um, there's more to the, more context required, right? So yes. if we look at all the earth, natural temples in the past, right? As in for the Lord's house, there were, in the, the lineage of the priesthood, right? Only the house of Zadok was able to minister to the Lord. While, and that was because they kept themselves, held themselves accountable to carrying out the Lord's will. Where the others departed right so they were still of the lineage and they were still forgiven and given a place to minister in the temple but for some it was just barely inside the door right
3: yes yes
0: where those that fully did what the lord wanted could go anywhere in the temple to include ministering before the lord even in the holy of holies while the rest were excluded. Yes. They had, as a result of their own choices and decisions to be in opposition to the Lord, excluded themselves. So the Lord had to limit where they could go. Right? Yes, Okay. So now that we have that, please continue, sir.
3: Oh, and very quickly, we're going going to have to discuss this on another episode, but before we leave, also that in order for us to cultivate that, we first have, must have that understanding of what God, is trying, what God is trying to cultivate in us so that we can go with that aim as well.
0: Amen. His word, written and spoken, has to be on the tablet of our heart. Written on the tablet of our heart. And we must be willing and obedient to him. His word, amen. Yes, amen. Amen. Right. So let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla,
2: Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the fellowship that we have with you, Lord, as your sons and daughters, Lord. And we thank you for the place that you have in our lives, Lord, that you are willing to save us, Lord, that you've redeemed us, washed us, cleaned us up, and made us whole and restored. Our relationship with you, Lord, and we ask that you'll continue to guide us, Lord, that you'll continue to show us those areas in us, Lord, that don't reflect you, Lord, that need to be fixed and that need to be corrected, Lord. And we thank you for your faithfulness to be with us throughout our journey here on the earth, Lord. And we thank you for your kindness towards us. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen.
0: And amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.
2: Want to know more about A Day of Prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org.
3: Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form.
2: Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.